Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox, that's Ben Olson. Together we're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We have an email here from Darian. Uh, do you wanna take this one? Yeah, good afternoon. As a student going into my sophomore year of college, 3.89 GPA currently, what can I do to stand out to law schools aside from the LSAT? My goal is to get into schools like Georgetown, Duke, Berkeley, etc. I don't really care about schools like Harvard or Yale. Thanks, Darian. <laughs> um, Darian, I'm really curious why you don't care about schools like Harvard or Yale. Totally. But you do care about schools like Georgetown, Duke, Berkeley. You're also a sophomore. Um, I don't know. It just seems like preemptively dismissive. Yeah, it is. It is odd. With a 3.89 and let's say a 170. You know, that's wow. That's surprisingly not. I mean, you're, you're getting scholarships in the at schools in the ranked in the 20s in the 20s. By the way, I'm on lsatdemon.com slash scholarships, and I'm just playing with some numbers here for Darian. Well, Yale's um, 25th percentile for GPA is 3.88. So if you bring your GPA, you're already above the 25th percentile, but if you bring it up to a 3.95, you'll be above Yale's 50th percentile for GPA. Yeah, get better grades, Darian. Why are you talking to us? 3.89? Okay. Do better. Yep. That, that's going to be good, even for schools like Georgetown, Duke, Berkeley especially, which weighs GPA slightly more than LSAT. The only school that does that? <laughs> the only school that does, but it does, and apparently you're interested in it. So, yeah, improve your GPA. That's how you want to stand out. You, People you out there with 3.2s yeah. are like pulling their hair out right now going, what? You're telling her that she needs to get better grades? Yeah, we are, because you're... You, you're applying to an academic thing for like gunners, for like grinders, for achievers. Yeah. And it's hierarchical and you're accumulating a record in your favor. Lawyers are heavily driven by facts. If you can yep. put nothing but A's on your record, then the law schools go, hey, look, this one has nothing but A's on her record. And it's an indicator that you'll be able to be successful in law school. Not as good of an indicator as LSAT. Yeah, but get your GPA now. Yeah. Yeah, it's I got three pieces of advice for Darian. Okay. Straight A's from here on out if you're serious about being a lawyer. You want to go to Georgetown, Duke, Berkeley especially? Straight A's from here on out. No excuses. Take easier classes if you have to. Straight A's from here on out. Two, stop worrying about the LSAT because you need to get straight A's from here on out. Yep. Maybe I have four things. Well, maybe, maybe those two were one Just keep thing. going, Nathan. Don't stop. <laughs> you don't like my numbering? <laughs> no, no. Just like go to 10. I don't know. We'll do whatever. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> um, don't say, what can I do to stand out aside from the LSAT? <laughs> because the LSAT is the first thing. I mean, well, you're still in undergrad. So grades, then the LSAT. But the LSAT yep. is the biggest thing. And so none of don't worry about all the other like extracurriculars. This is not undergraduate admissions. The undergrad, they want balanced applicants, blah, blah, blah. They want to the, see that you didn't just play video games all day. The law now, school, <laughs> law school is hierarchical. They don't give a fuck. Like yep. get, get the LSAT and the GPA that we can predict your scholarships, Darian, based on your LSAT and your GPA. 
So the standing out, you don't don't worry about that. You're going to like you're not going to stand out unless you have the LSAT. So that's like for for these kinds of schools that you're talking about, you need the LSAT. Maybe that's what she's saying. That's that's why she doesn't want to go to Harvard or Yale is because she's done a bit of LSAT prep and she's afraid of the high LSATs that those schools have. Oh, I was just interpreting it as she already knows the LSAT's important. What other things do I need to do? Well, yes, but why does she say I don't really care about Harvard and Yale? That's so weird to me. It is weird. I um that was the last I, thing I wanted to say. Is like why are you against Harvard and Yale? Those are better schools. They will give you better opportunities. There's Stanford, a real difference. Yeah, right? yeah. When you say no. Berkeley, et cetera, I think, well, Stanford's probably up there. And then no, that's just <laughs> Stanford's up there with Harvard and Yale. But, exactly. there is a but the point is, is they're all like they're all great schools. What do you want to do with a, your legal career? Figure. I mean, why are you going to law school? Are you going to law school because it's just the next step in your education? And then you're not going for the right reasons and you don't know why you need to go into the schools that you're going to eventually apply to. Like if you if you want to be a killer lawyer, then Harvard and Yale may be the only place you can go. Stanford is a better law school than Berkeley. Absolutely. Like the caliber of people that are there. It's like just it's not the same. I'm not I'm not shitting on Berkeley. <laughs> Berkeley oh, is no, an amazing great. law school. It's dramatically better than Hastings, you know, but but Stanford is dramatically better than Berkeley. The people who go to Stanford are incredible. Well, and here's the thing, Darren, you're you have a three point eight nine, which is great and you're a sophomore, which means you have the potential to do even better than that. You're still in contention. You yeah. can still be an Olympian. Why are you like, nah, I don't nah, I don't do the Olympics. No, no, that's just no. I would I would just like broaden those. I mean, here's the thing, right? Keep all the doors open at this point. Why are you closing yep. doors when you're a sophomore in college? Yep. And the best way to keep those doors open again, straight A's from here on out. Then the very best LSAT you possibly can. Then apply broadly. Yeah. As, as far as apply worrying early, about, apply broadly. Yep. Yes. Apply early with your best LSAT. Apply broadly. Keep all the doors open. You know, let them close that door for you. I'm worried that she's like, well, those schools are elite, elite. Like I wouldn't be able to get into those schools. I, if that's your analysis, Darian, I, don't sell yourself short. Get the very best LSAT you can and and apply to all of these real top schools. Cause you, you've got the grades right now where you, it's still possible that you're going to be applying with a 3.95 and applying with a 3.95 and a 175 or something means that all the doors are open. I want to say one more thing here, and that is okay. that you're a sophomore. So you're probably one of those people who is, I mean, most sophomores are not thinking about law school. <laughs> no. So I'm I'm concerned that you might be one of those people who plans to finish school and then go to law school immediately. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but my concern is, is that going to force you to take the LSAT before you're ready to get that 4.0, right? Like if, if you let the timeline compromise your GPA, focus first and foremost on your GPA, if you can knock it out of the park and have time to study for the LSAT and knock it out of the park, then fine. You can go to law school right after you finish undergrad. But if you can't do that, then don't. 
Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.